0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie, come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. Go! Mm-hmm. Hello there, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are. with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you for joining us as always. Tonight's recommended drink, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand no name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here at 6 PM. 6 PM. Six... Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh I hope you had a lovely weekend because I certainly did. We've got a lot to get through tonight, a lot to cover. So come with us on this journey, if you would. Um, pardon me, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please by all means head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to experience what Those of us who are on this program, those of us who are involved in this program, you in the audience, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to experience what we experience on a daily basis, that is, feeling the vibrational uh, changes, the the vibrational currents in the internet, the vibrational currents in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got some amazing news for you tonight. We are transcending genres. You know how I've said to you before this is a very small but mighty audience, right? You know, we don't we don't have numbers. We don't fight in numbers. We're not a herd here. This is a very select group of very talented individuals here, you know, who are involved in this program. I'm talking about you, not me. Any any idiot can do what I do. Any fucking idiot. Any idiot with a different accent. Oh, he sounds funny. <laughs> he must be good. That's not true. But you know, I'll milk it for all it's worth. By the way, follow us on Twitter at Boogie Bumper if you want to. If you want to feel what we feel, because tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you. I think this is like episode four or five in our memes becoming your reality. We are. We are. Yes, frozen Asian in the chat. We are transcendent, ladies and gentlemen. We are transcendent. We have hit the next level of inception here on this show, and I'm going to bring it to you. Plus a whole bunch of other stuff that we'll get through tonight. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, of course, the preferred method is streamlabs.com slash bumper or, <coughs> pardon me, little, little gay frogs in my throat. <coughs> or at, uh, you know, varying times, depending on how controversial we want to be, you will be able to get some succulent lemons and leave those slippery little fucking suckers in my fruit bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it. <laughs> I told you. When our memes become your reality. Oh, pardon me. I've You know what? Because I woke up like half an hour ago. So let me just... How about this? Enjoy this tune for about 15 to 20 seconds while I set up my screens. <laughs> ah! It's okay. It's okay. I've fucked up like this many times before. So I've become very good at fixing it relatively quickly. Sometimes people like get in touch with me and ask me... Um, hey, how did you get your sound to sound, you know, the way it does? How do you set up your screens? Um, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. It's too hard. And to them, I have to say, the way that you get good at doing this kind of thing on the fly is by doing it and fucking up. That's how you do it. Not many people know this. Back when uh, this was a tiny little live stream, which wasn't a podcast even, I was just live streaming, In one of like the first live streams I did, which I used to only live stream to Periscope back in the day. So the Periscope peeps, you know, in this audience, like I'm talking old school Periscope, like back in 2016 kind of Periscope, where it was a wild west. Everybody, there was just some fucking chaos happening on that app. And I think the app is about to wind up in the next few days, actually, which is kind of sad. But in saying that, it did become a bit of a fucking cesspit towards the end. Fair enough. But back in the early days, I did like a whole two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour live stream with my mic turned off. (laughs) Literally. Literally. But back then, I was streaming to, like, I didn't have the big OBS setup and stuff. So what I did was I, I I found like a piece of hardware where you can plug a microphone into an iPhone. So I would set up the iPhone on the other side of the room like, to act as, like, a camera. And then I would feed in, like, a, you know, an actual mic with um, a Zoom recorder that I was using. So I would go from a mic to a Zoom recorder into the laptop via the iPhone, right? So that's the way it was done back in 2016 when we first started. Didn't have any equipment or anything. And I did, like, a fucking two-hour show with the mic not turned on. But you could hear my, you could hear me talking it was uh, you could hear me talking through the iphone microphone which was on the other side of the room so I imagine three hours of there was other things going on it was three hours of this so yeah I was talking about the things and you know what I really find interesting is that um you know uh, the government's doing some strange things ladies and gentlemen there's going to be cameras it was three hours of that and nobody in the chat told me it wasn't until afterwards when I went back and checked I was like holy shit I didn't have my microphone turned on so you know if some, sometimes people will ask things like hey what do I do if my microphone doesn't work and that's my answer well you have to learn how to fix it by by fucking it up by doing it wrong by making mistakes that's how you learn you know when I was playing in bands, when I was playing in bands, some of the best advice I ever got was, if you make a mistake during the song, like just say you hit a wrong note or something, or you start the wrong song instead, you, you know, you skip ahead on the set list or whatever, just fucking ignore it because 99% of the people watching and listening don't even notice. And that that's especially true when you can do a three hour live stream with your mic not turned on. <laughs> So ever since that day, I learnt that lesson, right? Now I know. Check to make sure the microphone's going out. Check to make sure the audio's okay. And you learn how to fix it on the fly. And look at that. Seamlessly, we are into our first topic tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here. Daily Boogie podcast on a Monday night. Yes, our memes become your reality, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows this guy? Ten internets for the winner. Whoever gets this guy first. Who is this man? Who is this man you see on your screen before you? Who is he? Please let me know. Patience right in the chat. Bongino, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Bongino. (laughs) Sinister Charlie. Oh, it's the Italian guy. (laughs) Gypsy of Diamonds. Is that Q? (laughs) (laughs) our memes become your reality somebody said this to me and said you're you're not going to believe this shit so so I chucked it on and I'm having a listen um Bongino I don't even have any I don't have anything against Dan Bongino I think he's a very good host he's a very engaging host uh he's a very animated speaker and stuff so he's entertaining you know I don't have a problem with him um you know sometimes I chuck it on Like this isn't meant to be an insult I'll I'll chuck it on to go to sleep You know what I mean Because to be honest I can sleep to Alex Jones That doesn't worry I grew up as a little kid falling asleep to Shock jocks on the radio Stan Zamanic remember we played, we played that clip last week I used to, When I was 5, 6 years old I was falling asleep listening to fucking Stan Zamanic Late night conservative angry radio So I can sleep through that shit No problem Somebody sent this to me. Dan Bongino, ladies and gentlemen, our memes become rea- your reality. Our small but mighty audience, we have willed yet another daily boogie meme into existence. I think Bongino uh, says, you know, he's one, he, he probably is, I'm not doubting him, one of the biggest conservative podcasts, you know, in the world. Maybe Ben Shapiro's first, then Dan Bongino. I, I think they switch from time to time. You know whoever's the more popular so this is fucking huge news and i'm so happy about i'm so excited about this because this means what we're doing in the universe is having an impact karma is fucking real black magic is real ladies and gentlemen and i'm going to prove it to you right now check out dan bongino this is from mark this down in your calendar march the 9th 2021 episode 1472 from the dan bongino program and it's called who is in charge at the white house okay have a listen to this all right enough of that
1: okay he's trying to get like a hold around like the lasso like all right enough because he knows i can get into stories and like drone on all day but we got a lot of material moving on good this is from the file drawer in the show today the that won't happen here segment
0: Um, (laughs) yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Dan Bongino, Dan Bongino now has a segment (laughs) entitled It Won't Happen Here. Now, to be fair, maybe it'll make more sense this way. All right, because if you don't get what we're getting at yet here, let me show you. Let's try this again.
1: And don't feel like they can act corruptly, like Lord Acton warned, because nobody's ever questioning them. If you're a Democrat, that is pathetic. All right, pathetic. Enough of that. Yes. He's trying to get like a hold around, like the lasso. Like, alright, enough. Because you know, as I, can... I can't tell you how pumped I am for this. <laughs> and Maureen in the
0: chat. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Yeah, come on. I mean, I, I'm i never going to accuse somebody uh, as big as Dan Bongino as ripping off you know, somebody. I think it was Patience right the chat who said, Dan watches the show. Patience, nobody except you and me watches this show. Nobody watches this show. <laughs> this is a tidy show. I'm telling you, I'm showing you this not because, oh, like Dan is doing a, a daily boogie thing. I'm showing you this because we have memed something into fucking Exist... We have transferred a meme thought into the brain of somebody else. We have created a slogan. That's exactly meme magic is fucking real. It's similar to how JJ will find a cow and JJ will nurse a lol cow till it's kind of like stumbling around like a calf and then he sells it off at the lol cow markets for $50 to Royce Lopez, right? So, <laughs> yeah, patience, right. This is so coincidence. Come on now so like that this is what we do with memes we birth the memes we construct the memes in like a laboratory setting and then we inject them into the population and then it goes then it takes off then it spreads like a virus all right hang on this isn't just one mention we've got a lot to get through here
1: and get into stories and like drone on all day but we got a lot of material okay. right? moving on yeah. this is from the file drawer in the show today the that won't happen here segment <laughs>
0: from the Dan Bongino Studios, it's America's new favourite game show, China! Come on down! Come on down, China! And the United States of America! Come on down! Come on down, you Yags! And finally, Dan Bongino! Come on down! You're the next contestants on. It'll oh, never assistant.
1: happen here. All right enough, because she knows I can get into stories and like throwing on all day. But we got a lot of material. Right. Moving on. This is from the file drawer in the show today. The that won't happen here segment. <laughs> so we did a show last week. What was it Friday's show? It did very well yeah. for a Friday. So thank you for listening and watching.
0: So, now let's hear. Let's hear what was in the the Friday show. The it'll never happen here Friday show. Let's have a listen. And I'm Rumble. <laughs>
1: But we did a show sharing headlines from Communist China, real headlines, yes. not a joke. Yes. It wasn't meant to be yes. a satire segment. Yes, real headlines out of Communist China. Yep. And then compared them with real headlines out <sighs> of the United States. And we asked on—I asked at least—I thought the title was clever. I—the I title meant. I, very I got clever. Got some couple complaints about the title because they didn't understand it. Yeah. But I titled the show, you know, Communists or Liberals, like with a question mark. Like, yeah, who yeah. was it with the headlines? Maybe people were confused. I thought. You yeah. Would, am I got to be yeah. a little more clear yeah. in my head.
0: So wait. So I mean, you know, this is big news. We are injecting our memes into the wider population, ladies and gentlemen. So are you saying, Dan, that you did a show comparing what's happened in China over the last say 12 months, 2 years with what's happening in the United States and the rest of the Western world today? Are you are you saying that's what you were doing? Wow. That is so weird, man. <laughs> That is so weird, bro. Because, you know, I reckon it was about 12 months ago to the day that we started doing. (laughs) We started doing shows comparing what's happened in China with what's happening here. And we even, I swear to God, we even say regularly on this program... How many times have you heard me say in the audience, we are doing the exact same thing China did? How many times have you heard that fucking sentence on this show? <laughs> so we've got, so we've got a segment called "It'll never happen here" or "It won't." To be fair, it's a completely different segment. It's Dan's one is called "It won't happen here." Ah, see, so, see so here we do "It'll never happen here," but Dan does "It won't happen here," so it's different and. So we're doing a segment called It Won't Happen Here and we're comparing headlines from China to America. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Like I said, I fucking love this. Our memes become your reality. Attention, conservative podcast listeners. Guess what? You've just been incepted like a fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) How do you
1: like that? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, headline, not so much. People were a little confused about it. But the the show did really well because people watched it and they were like, yeah, you know what? That's really weird. Like I see these headlines out of communist China and then these headlines out of the United States and they sound like the exact same thing. So this is gonna be for me. <laughs> no, don't... Well, don't worry, that won't happen here file, okay? <laughs>
0: The hidden hand pod- <laughs> the hidden hand podcast in the chat. I love how the mainstream media is a year behind on everything
2: <laughs>
0: absolutely at least a year ago we started with it again no I'm not saying I don't I don't think that there's you know I don't think that there's many versions of reality in any dimension you want to look in. Where Dan Bongino has watched this show. I just don't. I just don't. Because I know, I know the stats. Nobody watches this show. Wear it, guys. The same, the same group of people that you see in the audience, you know, every show, that's all we have. There's no secret hidden audience out there. There's no possible way on planet Earth that somebody with the reach of Dan Bongino would ever come across this program. I just think it's one of those moments where. And you know we have we have manifested something.
2: <laughs>
0: we, we've obviously we've obviously jiggled jiggled around with the lock on the front of the simulation, ladies and gentlemen. Because now Dan Bongino apparently has a regular segment called "It Won't Happen Here." Okay,
1: <laughs> like I'm not so worried about all that stuff that happens overseas—hyperinflation, yeah, the Weimar Republic, Venezuela—because that won't happen here. And yet- <laughs>
0: Look, these crazy kinds of things of meme inception, they only happen in crazy places like the United States of America. I mean, you stupid foreign son of a bitch, you give your guns away. Here in America, we'll be marching on Washington. We got the Second Amendment. You would know, you son of a bitch. You give your guns away. One more time.
1: But I titled the show... You know, communists or liberals, like what a question mark. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, who yeah. was it with the headlines? Maybe people were confused. I thought you yeah, would, am I gotta be yeah. a little more clear yeah. in my head. Yeah. 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 Headline, not so much. People were a little confused about. It. But the, the show did really well because people watched it and they were like, Yeah, you know what? That's really weird. Like I see these headlines out of communist China and then these headlines out of the United States, and they sound like the exact same thing. Wow. So this is gonna be from the well, don't worry, that won't happen here, file. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not so worried about all that stuff that happens overseas, hyperinflation the Weimar Republic, (laughs) Venezuela, because that won't happen here. And yet, not only will it. Will it? It is happening.
0: It is happening! (laughs) (laughs) Not only will it happen here, it is happening. You mean it's happening already? What? What is this breakthrough? What is this fucking information that I'm being told here? What do you mean? It's already happening, sir. Really? Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, Sinister Charlie says he calls it a file, though, so it's different. That's not true. I always call it the file. I uh, like. Let's. I, uh, that's something that I've. That's a, like a vocal crutch that I've had ever since I started radio. It's like, well, let's call it the fluff file. Let's call it the random news file. Let's go into the it'll never happen here file. It's something we say often here on this show. <laughs> Our memes become your reality, ladies and gentlemen. So in the Avengers, right, if you watch the Avengers, like my favorite character in the Avengers is obviously, well, you know what? It's tough, actually. I probably like Star-Lord the best. But then Iron Man is the best character, if that makes sense. Iron Man is obviously the best fucking character. But in the Avengers of, you know, internet memery, we are Doctor Strange here on this show. Doctor Strange has got his own appeal, right? Doctor Strange has his own fucking pseudo-sexual attraction going on there. So, you know, we are Doctor Strange. We are the ones who are protecting your reality, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Cabaret, we have an awesome responsibility, you guys. <laughs> we must we must not misuse this power. And one of the infinity stones here on this show. We must be responsible with this gift that we've been given. To to create things out of nothing. <laughs> I mean, it did take a year so it's not like there isn't hard work involved obviously there's hard work involved so it did take a year of effort but we got there so now we so we have a regular segment now on the Dan Borgino show called uh it won't happen here where we compare headlines with China uh b- between China and the United States and we say things like hey don't worry guys that's what happens over there in those weird countries it'll never happen here that um What a fucking glorious day.
3: But I just call
1: it
0: being free. Let's carry on. Happen here file, okay?
1: Like, I'm not so worried about all that stuff that happens overseas. Hyperinflation, the Weimar Republic, Venezuela, because that won't happen here. It'll never happen here. Not only will it, it is happening. And again, it's kind of a chapter two to the other segment. Are these headlines from communists or from liberals? Here we go. Story number one from Bloomberg. Again, no bastion of right-wing conspiracy theories. This is uh, Bloomberg, a left-wing outlet at best. Hyperinflation pushes Venezuela to print one oh, million yeah, gets Bolivar better. bills. The Bolivar, of course, is their national currency. Uh, what is the Bolivar worth? Well, I did a little math on that. It's in the article. The one million Bolivar note is worth, Joe, what, a million U.S. dollars? Gosh, that's some note. You don't want to lose that. Um a thousand dollars? What is it worth, Nick? What is the one million Venezuelan Bolivar bill? What is that actually? What is it worth, worth Dan? $100? Tell us what it's $100? worth already. Oh, Jesus down, Christ, down, we're down, losing the audience. Five, down,
0: down, a dollar? Dan Dan, Dan, because this is now our segment.
2: <laughs>
0: Again, I don't think Dan I don't think Dan even knows that we exist here in this corner of the internet. So I'm not accusing him of, like, you know, taking a bit or anything like that. He doesn't even do the music. As Cabaret said, he doesn't have our tasty jazz breaks. So, you know, it's completely different. But since it's now our segment, I feel like I can offer a few pointers. You know, I've been doing it for a while, Dan. Hey, I I think, Dan, you've got a big future in this. I think you've got a big future in this game. So allow me as, like, the elder statesman of this partnership to, just offer a little bit of advice... To offer a little bit of, you know, how we can move this segment along. Because the trick to a good, it'll never happen here segment, it's, it's got to be bang, 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 bang. And don't talk about shit like, oh, inflation. Look, I, I love economics as well, myself. Studying behavioural economics is, I, I'm such a boring person that studying behavioural economics is a fucking hobby of mine. It's a pastime. That's what I do for fun. You know what I mean? So that's how fucking sick and demented I am, Dan. So I agree with you on economics, but it doesn't work for this segment. Winning TV with a diamond copyright infringement of Boogie Stands King. No, unfortunately, I never trademarked this. I never trademarked the bit, so it's free to use. I look, I've always said that there have been times in the past where people have sent me like little, let's call them little boogieisms, right? from other stream, No, no, nothing like the Dan Bongino show. And again, I have to stress, I'm not saying for a second that anyone in Bongino even fucking knows this show exists. I wouldn't be that fucking arrogant, honestly, ever. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I don't think... I just... I, I literally do think this is just a fucking funny coincidence, honestly. You know, like have you Have you ever written a song that sounds like another song but you didn't know until somebody pointed it out? you know it happens, man. it happens there's there's billions of us on planet Earth. It's possible, you know, in the mathematical equation that at some point two people out of those billions and billions and billions and billions of people will have a similar thought. you know, it's possible. So let's not pretend right? I just think this is funny. so there have been times in the past where people have sent me like other streamers doing little boogie Like, oh, boogie, look what they're doing. They're, they're taking your thing. They're stealing your bit. And I, anyone who knows me, who speaks to me like off air, and there's a few of you in the audience who have, knows that I've always from day one said, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't care. You know, I'd, I'd much rather be, you know, I'd let's be honest here. I'd much rather be the guy who, you know, whispers into the ear of the person who eventually gets kicked out of the club, right? You, you following what I'm saying? I'd much rather be the guy, If like if a fight's about to break out, I'd much rather walk up to one of the potential ringleaders and say, you know, you should say that he's a bitch and and then just kind of drift off into the shadow again. And then the person says, you know what? You're a bitch. And that's the guy that gets his ass kicked. I'd much rather it be that way. I like our little under the radar situation we have here. I honestly do. I mean, I'd love to do this for a living, but I just don't think it's ever going to get to that point. So I I enjoy, I relish. You know, I'm not going to pretend like as if, you know, just say one day there's like 10,000 people listening and I can do this for a living, then I, of course I would be happy because it just means I could do this more because I love doing it. I wouldn't have to work, right? Which is fine, but I just I'm not I'm realistic. It's not going to happen. <laughs> It's never going to happen. So in the meantime, I am very happy about like where we're situated right now. And, you know, I thank you. Got, like I said, small but mighty audience. And here we are, willing things into existence with our meme powers. We are the Doctor Strange of the Avengers universe.
1: No, no, not even well, worth it. It's worth 53 cents, not okay, 53 dollars. Okay, move oh. on from the economics, yeah, Dan. Yeah, because that's it's what our happens when you run Dan. up your Don't national debt in a country like Venezuela. And to pay for that national debt, because you don't have any money. Yes, yes. What do you do? You just print the whole bunch of boulevards, yes, dollars, yeah. Renminbi's,
0: yen. We print more money. Uh <laughs> you know, because under the last after the last four years of Donald Trump, uh the debt never rose, did it? No. All of the printing of the money and the debt. And you know what is it? 29 trillion dollars? All of that only started under Joe Biden two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, it'll never happen here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dan. Don't be silly. The whole point of it'll never happen here is direct comparison. Look, here in Australia, they're asking for a COVID passport. Here in China, they're asking for a COVID passport. Here in Europe, they're asking for a COVID passport. Oh, but that's okay. It'll never happen here in the United States. And then we show the the article or the clip. In the United States, New York expects residents to show COVID passport before they go to games. That's the way it works. Don't get... Even though I love... Dan, you know I don't have anything against you. You know I love economics. I could talk economics all fucking night. That shit makes me hard. It really does. I wish that's what politics discussion was about with shit like policy and economics but unfortunately for guys like us it's not so you've got to keep it short keep it sharp because dan like i said it's our segment now this is our thing you are it's adopted father and so help me god if i find out that you are touching our segments asshole inappropriately dan i will come for you sir i will come for you We've already proven that we can create memes and inject them into your brain. Do not fuck with us. Do not fuck with us.
1: (laughs) All right, let's carry on. Whatever they may be, you just print them. And then when you print them, you have more money chasing fewer products because you're just printing yes, money, yes, printing it like yes. what we call counterfeiting in the counterfeit. private sector, free market economy. You're freaking right? me out, you're printing So Cold more bills you're are chasing the same out. amount of products mask. because you're not actually building more stuff. So what happens? Those products go up in price. Not hard to figure out. So you get inflation you so get bad inflation. that the million Bolivar yes. note is yep. worth precisely 53 cents. Don't worry. The file draw for today, folks, was called That Won't Happen Here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That
0: won't happen here. Oh, Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> the big build up and everything. To be he did that quite well. The build up Happy was
2: nice. Hey. Oh.
0: oh, Sinister Charlie tipped $3. Thank you, Charlie. If Dan says thanks for keeping me safe, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, Gypsy of Diamonds with the Gypsy. Vanda just steals the Diamond Gypsy. He lacks your charisma. That's not for Dan's a charismatic guy. Like I said, I don't have anything against Dan. I think he, does, he he's obviously very good at what he does. Otherwise, he wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? So I don't mind Dan. That's all right. <laughs> if he does come out one day and say, Thank you for keeping me safe, <laughs> I, I will quit. I will quit this podcast. I'll end it. There will be no more Daily Boogie if one day he comes out and says, you know, thank you for keeping me safe. Because at that point I will, uh, you know, because I don't seek power here on the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Cabaret in the chat said earlier, this is a big responsibility we have, ladies and gentlemen. This is a huge responsibility. So if Dan does come out one day and say, you know, thank you for keeping me safe, I, I'm afraid we will have to end the show because it's too much power for one for one group of people to hold. It really is. It's too dangerous and we don't deserve it. <laughs> Let's carry on with dad.
1: Actually <laughs> worth a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, yep. down, 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 ten dollars, five down, down, down down. A dollar? No, no, not even well, worth it. Okay, it's worth okay. it's when you run up yours, you don't have any m bees chasing fewer private sa- Products because you're not hard to figure out the three cents.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: Don't worry. The file draw for today, folks, was called That Won't Happen Here. That won't happen here. We sure about that? By the way, these stories will be in the show notes. You can read them yourself. Our newsletter is the show notes, slash newsletters, where you subscribe. Here's a town hall story by Neil Patel. Op ed piece. Time to start talking about America's coming bankruptcy that's not going to have bolivars venezuela mass inflation million bolivar notes worth 53 us cents that's definitely not going to happen here
0: really (laughs) it just keeps happening it just keeps happening it just keeps going and going and going ladies and gentlemen it'll never happen here
1: really because we're doing the exact same thing yeah
0: we're doing the exact same thing as china (laughs) Joanne G with a diamond. Will it be the end of Boogie Stan? No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at here. The nation of Boogie Stan lives on, ladies and gentlemen. We are a tiny, tiny micro nation in the wealth of nations, right? In the overabundant, in the potpourri of nations that makes up our modern world, the proud nation of Boogie Stan, the the proud kingdom of Boogie Stan, ladies and gentlemen, reigns supreme. We have influence beyond our understanding. We have influence beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> our memes become the world's reality. Dan Bongino, the, the long, you know, heralded, the, the much-touted, one of the biggest conservative podcasts in the world, ladies and gentlemen. It's now doing our campaign
2: slogans.
0: <laughs> 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 hey? 2021 is going to be fucking wild. If if our memes become reality, then that means in 2024, uh, John McAfee will be president of the United States. I <laughs> <you> <laughs> and I can't wait. I gypsy of diamonds, gypsy, vantage steals the diamond. Gypsy, plant a boogie stand flag up Dan's asshole.
2: <laughs>
0: Ilsa Jane with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Ilsa Jane. And I, yes, I did get your message on uh Patreon, but I only got it like 2 days ago because I barely check emails. But thank you for thank you for the kind words. Uh Ilsa Jane with the diamond, even D-Live can't dethrone our kin our king. Let's not fucking tempt fate, Ilsa Jane. You know, come on. Come on, you know the way we operate, we don't do that. Here on this show, this is a very loving show, a very open show. We respect all comers, right? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You with me? You see what I'm saying here? (laughs) Here on this show, we respect all comers, very open, especially in the chat. Especially in the chat. Here in this chat, you'll only find love and positivity and positive positive, a positive, engaging community building experience. That's what we do here, right? You follow- you're right, you're with me, come on, right? Huh? Huh? You following, you're putting up what you're picking up what I'm putting down, alright? You get it? You, yeah. Exactly. Right? That's the way we roll. So let's not fucking, you know, wag our finger <laughs> around where it need not be wagged. Carry on. Let's carry on here with the uh the brand new Dan Bongino show segment called It'll It Won't Happen Here. From Patel's Town Hall. <laughs> so Ed Snow oh he, my um, god. What is Ed Snow here? Doing? What is going on here? Uh winning TV with a diamond. Phil, if he starts giving away butt plugs, dildos, it's a war. <laughs> yes. If he does give away butt plugs and dildos. Butt plugs are dildos from the great, the talented Ian Ian Michael Glass Art, who doesn't only do build, uh, dildos and butt plugs, mind you. He also does other shit too: pipes and bongs and <laughs> other drug paraphernalia. He does a lot. Pipes, bongs, dildos, and butt plugs. Head to ianmichael.com. <laughs> In the private sector, free market economy. Oh, God, I'm sick of this come on.
1: That's definitely not going to happen here. Really? Because we're doing the exact same thing.
0: As China? (laughs) We're doing the exact same thing. It'll, It'll never happen here because we're doing the exact same thing. Wow, this is so strange. From
1: Patel's town hall piece. When the Simpson Bowles Commission was formed to tackle our national debt under the Obama administration. Okay,
0: yes. Dan, we've established.
1: <laughs> which is laughable now. Yeah, it is. America was about $13 trillion in debt. Today, we owe more than double
0: that, more than 26. Dan, we've been over this. This is our segment now. Okay. So you need to respect it. Obviously, it has power. So, you know, don't pick up the power of it'll never happen here and just think that you can talk about fucking economics and people keep people into the bit. It doesn't work that way. Come on, Dan. It's more than 80. It's got to be bang, 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 bang. It's a it'll never happen here is a 20 minute bit at most.
1: $21,000 for every single person in the country or over $227,000 for the average household in
0: America. That's how much we owe. Think about that, please. (laughs) Foggy, (laughs) Foggy in the chat. Dan, I can't hear you over your screaming eyes. <laughs> you, th- you think that deep down inside there's a monster that's perhaps, you know, on the verge of being unleashed. It's like he's come into contact with one of the rings, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's now got the ring of power, the ring of it'll never happen here, and I think he's going drunk with that power. We really should cancel him. We should really get rid of him. Because I don't think he respects the power of this meme, ladies and gentlemen. He's just kind of throwing it out there willy-nilly. He's ad-libbing, he's going off script. This is very concerning. We have a meme-enhanced individual who is running amuck on the internet. And I think, you know, it's, you know, it's within our purview to make sure whoever takes up this meme doesn't just fucking dish it out irresponsibly. It's gotta be it's gotta be directed, it's gotta be concentrated. It can't just be like an everyday thing. It's got to be one of those ones where you point to an important story in a in a more relaxed setting. I think he knows.
1: Please process that for a moment.
0: Yep. If
1: you believe money is worth something and has value, right? Yeah. Which I assume you do because you work to gain it,
0: right? Uh, you act. Actually- then uh, money doesn't have value. People have value. Okay. How do I show the people I have value? Give them money go to work and bust your butt to get money
1: if you believe that money has value then why do you believe that the government can just print it Uh why can't you just print it no because i didn't earn it and in order to earn value you have to provide value joe is any of this hard like i value money
0: Uh, well dan dan when i hear the world's most popular conservative uh podcast hosts you know picking up our memes and running with them something gets hard it does i'm not gonna lie it does because you know this is very inspiring for us here on this show cuz now we know we're getting somewhere it's working remember the cart re- remember we did this with um you know saying that people who don't return their carts have mental illness then what was it 2 weeks later on Dr Oz they had a whole segment as as to why people who don't return their carts actually have mental illness remember we spoke about the theory that if somebody doesn't return their cart like that's the first sign of a future dictator we need to nip that shit in the bud because that's an indicator of future bad behaviour right and then I think it was like a month later um, a post about shopping cart theory showed up on on one of the uh, ramen noodle cooking boards on the internet next thing you know people are talking about it in the corporate press they're writing articles about it we've we've done this before we've, we have created these things before How about fucking Donald Trump with Macho Man, huh? We've even been to the president. You are nothing to us, Dan. You are nothing. So you can't fuck with this power, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) This is so wild. When I listened to this before, I was like, oh, shit, man.
1: (laughs) So people value my work. I trade my work for money I value. Yes. If I didn't value work, I wouldn't work for it. If people didn't value my work, they wouldn't pay me for it. So how is it that the government just gets to randomly print money with no value behind it? Exactly. Yep. MMT people. Mm -hmm.
0: MT, MT 2024, ladies and gentlemen. MT, hashtag MT 2024. The government just gets to randomly
1: print money with no
0: value behind it. MMT people. (laughs) MMT. Major Tom, 2024. Fucking
1: beautiful. Uh, these modern monetary theorists, uh-huh. who just think you can print money to the cows come home, mm. will tell you, "Oh, don't we worry." All those Keynesians, we don't worry about that at all? We'll figure it out. No, no, worry. Right now, we are printing itself into a Venezuela-type crisis that is going to upend our entire economy. Yeah.
0: But only starting two months ago. <laughs> Before that, it wasn't that bad. No doubt. All right.
1: Let me move on to part two of the. That won't happen here, although it is happening here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is a part two? Is a part two of it? Won't
1: happen here. I'm all fucking ears. We are printing ourselves into a hyperinflation crisis. How long before we have? a U.S. cents when we keep going down this road. Yeah. How about happen here? It is happening here.
0: (laughs) Come on. Get in there. Get in there, son. It'll never happen here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It won't happen here. See, the whole thing of uh, it won't happen here. Hang on. I'm just getting a text message from my wife, and I should read this because my wife has like a very important work conference interview th- fucking thing. I don't know what she does. She's got this very important work thing that's about to happen in five minutes, so much so she would never normally tell me like, hey, can you not be so loud? Because she knows that I can't help it. I'm, if I'm doing this show, I'm going to be loud at times because I'm just being, you know, natural. And I've said to her before, well, if I try not to be loud, then that's going to affect what I'm doing. So she has a very important, like something like with a CEO kind of situation. And she says to me, last, get this, she said to me last night, can you just like, you know, she goes, I don't want to say this, but can you like kind of be considerate of what I'm doing with work tomorrow? Because I'm working from home. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, well, you know, I've got this big meeting with like the CEO and stuff can you please not yell out fuck you you white cunt (laughs) (laughs) and she goes on to say or anything with like black cunts or anything like just no cunts can you just make sure can you make sure that you avoid doing that because you know they can hear you and i said what do you mean and she said well if i'm normally on a work call they can hear you i'm like really (laughs) she said yes and I said, all this time, you've never told me that they can hear me. And she said, yeah. She said, they, they talk about you. <laughs> they talk about what you're doing. So she just wrote to me, it's so loud, and I'm writing back, it's okay. I just made fun of you on my show. I'll try to be quiet. She wrote, I can hear you. <laughs> so, all right, let's carry on here with Dangerous Dan, and uh, it'll never happen here.
1: Right now. We will never pay off our debt. $227,000. 000- so, so,
0: so a little update for you. So I sent her a message. Um, she said, so loud, I can hear you. I wrote back, it's okay. I just made funny of you on my show. I'll try to be quiet. And she just gave me the emoji back of just a middle finger. That's it. That's my wife. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Hi, Mrs. Boogie. Uh, Babe, darling, if you're listening, uh, tell them it'll never happen here. Everybody else is doing it.
1: (laughs) Dollars per household? How is that ever going to happen? How are we going to pay that back? Ever. Ever. Think about it. You owe your household $227,000. Yes. How are you going to pay that back?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's wild. It'll never happen here, right? The answer yeah.
1: is we're going to print our way out of it. Yep. We're just going to keep printing money until it'll your money's ha- worthless. It'll never happen And so here is either. the $227,000 per household. It'll never That's happen That's worthless, here. too, It'll never along happen. with your income and yep. your savings. Yeah. All right. I got another story. Uh, quick break here for a second sponsor.
0: Oh, he throws in live reads into the middle of the it'll never happen here. <laughs> Is that something we've got to start doing here on this program? Should I start doing that? Press 1 in the chat if you want me to start doing live reads during the middle of the It'll Never Happen Here segment, which is now co-owned by myself and Dan Bongino. Press 2 in the chat if you don't want It'll Never Happen Here live reads (laughs) taking place. Gypsy of Diamonds writes, either that's boogie fam foreplay or he's in trouble. I'm always in trouble. I'm always in trouble. The the key to a long marriage is um, making peace with the trouble that your partner creates. To an extent. I mean, you know, if they try to shoot you in the face one night, obviously dump them. (laughs) Live read for boner pills coming soon. Before we get to It'll Never Happen Here, let me tell you about Bluetooth. (laughs) Showing you
1: that won't happen here. It is happening here. I got a new addition to that file. And maybe this fits back into our other file draw from last week. Communist headline or liberals? Who knows? Come and your savings. All right, I got another story. Uh, Quick break here for a second sponsor. Showing you that won't happen here. It is happening here. I got (laughs) it.
0: Oh, fuck. Look. This is what a good sport I am, Dan. I am going to share the clip. I'm going to share the segment on your show of It Won't Happen Here, comparing what's happened in China with what's happening in the United States. I'm going to share that in the chat so everybody can go check out Dan's show. Check out check out this, this segment. It Won't Happen Here. And just, just bask in the glory of it because like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have created... Out of nothing, we have manifested a meme into reality now. Now, one of the biggest podcasts in the world has a segment called It Won't Happen Here, where he compares what's happening in China with what's happening in the United States. And sarcastically, oh, it won't happen here. (laughs) Fantastic. So one more time, hi Dan. <laughs> I, I don't think that, but just for the fun, just for the fun. So let's take a quick five-minute break. When we return, so much I can I can do. We can do our own versions of it'll never happen here. Although now that if we do it now, then it's not going to be as good, is it? Because you know, now Dan Bongino has taken it over. Now it belongs to him. Now the meme belongs to him. So we, because I guarantee you, this will happen at some point. We have a habit of getting these things correct here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So let me tell you the next thing that's going to happen. Somebody will wander into this chat room not long from now, okay? Somebody will wander in in the next month or so, and they will accuse me of stealing Dan Bongino's bit. I'm telling you, that will happen. And if you're in the audience right now, and you're in the audience when that happens, don't don't even point it out that we were right. Just fucking enjoy it. Just laugh. Just enjoy the moment. Don't, you know, don't defend the show. Don't say, oh, this that's fucking bullshit. We did a whole show about this. Don't, don't even bother engaging on that level. Just laugh at them. Because we will know. And they won't. And that's what's fun in life.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. With that, let's take a quick five-minute break. When we return, so much more. I've got some fantastic surveillance news for you. It'll never happen here. So stick around. We'll be right back on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. See you soon.
4: I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy? You, doing with you? <laughs> Why do you. You have to ruin my evening. Like I am just gonna just listen, you know,
1: listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying
2: it. No.
4: Dude, Asian uh, come dick. Well, Tracy. Secretly, you enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in
0: Argentina, but it's now working. <laughs> I hate I you. Hate I, you. Hate uh, I hate you. Come on,
4: you secretly guy. love it.
1: No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, adD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at real person politics. that's real person P L T C S. Aloha
1: ain't no rest for the wicked until we close our for good.
4: Good self, UK Neil, over at DLive for the Great Awakening show that's over on DLive at
3: DLive.tv. Get yourself out of that matrix and get over to
4: the Great Awakening.
5: This Justin, the global official that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. All right, Sometimes this
2: world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up
5: and shake your all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna
0: boogie Come on, everybody, boogie pop tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie boogie tonight No one's gonna tell me how to boogie Come on, everybody boogie boogie tonight Coming back Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Thank you for joining us Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again Thank you so much Hope you had a lovely weekend Because I certainly did Intro, blah 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 It'll never happen here. <laughs> Let's get right back into the program. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. So much more to get through, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right back into it, shall we? You know, because there are some there are so many things that make me proud to be an Australian. Proud to be an Australian where at least I know I'm drunk. And this story is one of those things Missing missing Australian fraudster could have cut off her own foot to trick police into thinking she is dead. Cops say after body part is found. We are fucking extreme. You stupid foreign son of bitch, you give your guns away. How many of you are cutting off your own feet now, though? Come on, come on. (laughs) A missing Australian woman accused of fraud may have severed her own foot to trick police into thinking she was dead. How fucking hardcore are our cops? Eh? <laughs> How hardcore are our police? They'll find your foot and they'll say, nah, eh, she probably hacked it off herself. Because <laughs> I've, I've often tried to explain to like my American brothers and sisters and people from other countries that never you should never really trust an Australian you should never really do it Sinister Charlie The Big Lebowski that's one of my favourite movies Charlie but of course it's a movie this is not a movie this is a severed foot (laughs) this is a severed foot found by a you know on the run accused con woman a movie anymore (laughs) there's her foot so i try to explain to people you should never really trust an australian never really (laughs) because it's a country founded by criminals it's run by criminals uh, occupied by criminals or the descendants of criminals at least there's really no reason to trust any australian you ever meet ever anytime ever they'll always eventually try to steal shit a missing Australian woman accused of fraud may have severed her own foot to trick police into thinking she is dead. Police have claimed Melissa Caddick, 49, from Sydney, hey Sydney, get in there, vanished on November 11 last year, the day after the country's corporate watchdog ASIC executed a search warrant for her luxury 6.1 Australian million dollars home. Wow, she is accused of swindling more than. Uh, Australian $25 million worth of investors' funds and leaving 68 victims of fraud in her wake. Her disappearance is under investigation and has led to officers to discover her decomposing foot in a rare Asics shoe 248, uh, 248 miles away from her home on the south coast of New South Wales on February 21. No more of her remains have been found. New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller said authorities were still unable to say whether she killed herself or if there was foul play involved. He also raised the outlandish possibility Ms. Caddick could have severed her own foot to throw police off the scent and that she could still be alive. (laughs) I love being an Australian, I really do. I really do. Ilse Jane with a diamond, never trust anyone who thinks walkabouts fun. Never. Especially you can walk a man you can walk a mile in one man's shoes, but you can't cut one of his feet off to fool the police. Because our police will say, nah, fuck that. CK Benzona with the one I've been waiting for since this article started. There's something afoot. Yes. Well done. Hundred internets to CK Benzona for nailing it. I was waiting for somebody, man, to make that
2: reference. (laughs) Because
0: that's the first one that popped into my head. And I was thinking, somebody will say it. (laughs) The detectives around the crime scene, there's something afoot. Don't you mean there's someone minus a foot, sir? (laughs) Did you lose a foot? Nah, mate, I found one. (laughs) All right, let's stay in Australia. We've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. Good COVID news. Would you like to be COVID safe? In our next edition, in the next edition of the file of it'll never happen here. I'm I'm sorry, I misquoted. the The segment is now called "It Won't Happen Here." Okay, it won't happen here. Remember how we've spoken about repeatedly how we watch the clips from China of you know Chinese businesses public transport, airlines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, demanding that you use a phone app to scan in. And this phone app, uh, having already tracked your COVID, you know, your chance of COVID infection, this app, having already tracked all of the people who are around you at the time, will decide whether or not you're allowed to go into work uh, that day. You know, the app will tell you whether or not you're allowed to go to a restaurant that day. And when did we do that story? Probably in like March last year we were talking about this. So in the latest edition of It Won't Happen Here, Dan Bongino's segment. <laughs> slick Dan's Slick Dan's uh, segment, It Won't Happen Here. In the latest edition of, because now we're ripping him off. So in the latest edition of Dan's segment, It Won't Happen Here, I bring to you A vaccine passport on your phone is being considered in New South Wales. Let's have a look.
3: A vaccine passport held on your phone is being considered in New South Wales as the ADF (laughs) is brought in to accelerate the rollout of the COVID jab.
0: Wow. So, (laughs) So you mean to tell me that there's this app. So wait a minute. So the Australian government is developing or at least hoping to use an app which will decide whether or not people are allowed to go to work or go to a restaurant or scan into a supermarket that day? That's so weird, man. And what's that? The Australian Defence Force is helping to roll out a vaccine. Oh, thank you, Mr Trump, for the good ideas. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us safe, Mr President. <laughs> <laughs> but one great parting shot before he left office. Hey, by the way, we should use the military. Great idea, sir. They have guns and shit. What could possibly go wrong? Let's go to our Sydney
3: reporter now Gabrielle yeah. Boyle. Gabby, good morning. How's Hi, this going Gabby. To work? Good morning, Sylvia. Well, for generations Australians have been flashing their license to prove their age to get into a pub yeah. or club to have yeah. a drink. Yeah. Now we could be flashing our New South Wales Services app to prove that we've had the vaccine and we're safe to go inside event. <laughs>
0: I know, I know I can rub people up the wrong way sometimes. I'm sorry. It's just my personality. It's nothing personal. I don't... I, I, you know, I can't pretend not to be me. So, whatever. Um... So, I, I know... That sometimes people get really angry at, like, our sarcasm and shit, you know, on this show. Like, oh, you stop being so sarcastic. This is serious. But then when you're serious, they say, don't be so fucking serious. I mean, people are fucking nuts. Um... So I get all that, but one more time.
3: We're safe to go inside a venue. It's all part of a plan that the New South Wales state government is taking a very close look at.
0: Hang on, hang on. Back a little bit further. Back a little bit further.
3: A pub or club to have a drink. Now we could be flashing our New South Wales services app to prove that we've had the vaccine and we're safe to go inside a venue. It's all part of a plan.
0: I mean, you know. I don't know what to tell you at this point. I, I, I honestly don't know what to tell you. None of this is new. The The way the media presents it. Oh, hey, it's just going to be... It's This is the new normal, ladies and gentlemen. We, we were talking about this. We were talking about this when other people were still talking about whether or not it's the flu. And we didn't change a goddamn fucking thing. Let's be honest here. Sure, we got Dan Bongino to start using a meme. <laughs> we, we willed that into reality. But really, have we affected anything? Have we changed anything? Have we fixed anything? No, 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 no. There's no stopping. I don't know what to tell you. If you think you're saving the world, if you're one of these I'm saving the world types, then I'm sorry, I've got news for you. Our memes become your reality.
3: Services app to prove that we've had the vaccine and we're safe to go inside a venue. It's all part of a plan that the New South Wales state government is taking a very close look at. Imagine that you want to go into a hospitality venue, you want to board an aeroplane, or you want to go into an entertainment premises. You simply pull out your phone and prove that you've had the vaccine, not only to protect other patrons inside that venue, but to protect people working inside those venues.
0: Exactly. I mean, again, it's exactly what we said. Remember, we we spoke about, you know, the the companies will come out and say we need to protect our employees from you, and you know, if you 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 might be a very you might be a very nice person with good intentions, okay, and I you know I, I don't even have anything against you, but the the same people are the, the same people are openly telling you that the vaccine doesn't protect you from anything. They'll, they'll tell you that the vaccine doesn't protect you. So, you know, you're still going to have to wear masks. You're still going to have to social distance, right? You're still going to have to do all of these things. They're openly telling you that. And then, you know, the corporate media is presenting it to, I'm sorry, very dumb people. As, hey, this is the cure for everything. This, uh, As soon as you get this vaccine, you'll be allowed to go shopping again. Imagine I mean, if you guys don't like people making biblical references, then you should stop. You should cease trying to emulate, you know, the book of Revelations. I'm sorry. You should you should cease and desist trying to emulate the book of Revelations. If you don't like people, if you don't like those crazy, you know, Christian types who talk about the book of Revelations and stuff, then stop doing what they say. Stop doing what's written in the book. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm loath to bring up this this point, but you know, the mark of the beast was all about being denied access to the economy and stuff. If you don't have the mark, then you won't be allowed into the stores. If you don't if you don't have the mark, then you won't be allowed to make money. Now they're just openly telling you in the I'm I'm so, I'm not even like trying. I'm not a fucking Bible doomsday guy. I'm not. I'm just somebody who knows that story and can watch this and go, wow, there are really like some strong parallels here. So you should stop making those parallels. Now they're just openly telling you, hey, if you don't have, if you don't get a green chick, uh, green chick, if you get a green chick, they they take a lot of your drugs though, so be wary of that. They'll sleep on the couch after you fuck them for a week. You'll try to buy them a bus ticket home and they won't take it because you've got too much food there. I mean, if you can put up with the mooching and the smelliness, then, you know, greeny chicks are, are good fucks. They, they do go off, you know. They've got a lot of energy. And they're high all the time. So they don't have high standards. Let's carry on
3: had the vaccine and we're safe to go inside a venue. It's all part of a plan that the all New South Wales state government is taking a very close look at. Imagine that you want to go into a hospitality venue, you want to board an aeroplane, or you want to go into an entertainment premises. You simply pull out your phone and prove that you've had the vaccine, not only to protect other patrons inside that venue, but to protect
0: people working oh, inside. Yes, you're protecting. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me that Ring the bell company. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Ambulina. I don't know. This one just fucking hurts. It does. Because, you know... Even though we said it would get to this, even though we were talking about this 12 months ago saying this is this is where we're headed, this is the progression, this is what's going this is what we're going to end up with. 12 months ago, almost to the day. Even though we knew we would get here, I still can't fucking f- fathom it. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? I still can't reconcile it. That's a this a big punch in the cards. this is going to take off and out of principle i'm not going to be able to do anything anymore (laughs) it started be careful it started when they were they would declare like a certain area of a city to be locked down and then they were checking people's id because you know how she was boasting about at the start of this story They were checking people's IDs to see their address, not their age. Normally, you you want to see an ID to check someone's age. Like, are you 21? Are you 18? Can you come in this club or not, right? But they weren't doing that. They were checking people's address. So if you came from a part of the city that the government decided to lock down that weekend, they would kick you out, and if law enforcement was around, you would be arrested. That's when it would start. And we were talking about on the show. We were showing videos, talking about this is fucking dangerous. It's a slippery slope. (laughs) Sinister Charlie, have you tried not being Australian? Yes, it'll never happen in America, Charlie. It'll never happen here. Sinister Charlie, who I came to know after I predicted that Arizona would flip to the Democrats in the presidential election, and he basically told me, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, Charlie. I'm already fucking you up. But it's true. I'm only joking, but, you know, it's true. Only joking. So, you know. It's a throat punch, man. It really is. Uh, This is some Cassandra complex shit. You know. Knowing what's going to happen, but being powerless to stop it. I mean, this is changing the very fabric. This is changing the very fabric of Western civilization. And if you think that's an overstatement, then just give me a moment to convince you. Um, there's always been like a certain etiquette, you know. There there has been an undeniable kind of cultural thing that we're all born into, where you know, massive invasive privacy issues. Are just not what we do. But unfortunately, over the last 50 years or so, that's now what we do, to the point where the corporate press is like openly saying, No, this is what you should do. This is this is how you should behave. This is what will protect. We're keeping you safe. Like, you know, two or three hundred years ago, the idea that you should give up personal freedoms and personal liberties and personal rights and privacy and all of these kinds of things, the idea that you should give that up in order to feel safe that was that was a nightmare that that you know parents told their children you know one day someone's going to promise to keep you safe uh, and now it's just we just fall over ourselves we're clamoring for safety voltaire styles and it's just fucking sad <laughs> really you know i see... I go to like Newtown or something, for example. If you can't tell, if you if, if if you haven't been able to tell, I'm not, um, you know, a hippie. I'm obviously not a hippie. I'm not a fucking uh, trendy, right? I've had the same haircut since I was 15 years old, which is shaving it myself. I just wear black shirts. Like I'm not, I'm not some trendy guy. I'm not a vegan guy or anything like that. Um, but you go to a place like Newtown, which is very bohemian and you know, secondhand clothing stores and vegan cafes and stuff. And it's fucking sad, man, to see all of these people who, you know, only a few years ago would have been right there with you talking about, whoa, 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 you can't do this to people. This is too much. You're you're invading people's fucking lives here. This is this is very this is overt surveillance now. This is this you're not looking for criminals anymore. You're just making sure people stay in line. That's a that's a different thing. And to see all these people who would have been right where right there with you now, fucking, you know, yelling in your face, calling you a racist and a Nazi and you need to wear a mask and all of this shit and you you need to be vaccinated by the government. It's fucking scary, man. It is. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Even though we knew it would happen, it's still shitty to see it. Because, you know, in case you haven't figured it out, we are in a teeny tiny, tiny little minority here. Sure, our memes can direct the Dan Bongino podcast. Sure, we have that ability, but we can't stop this. You know, I'm trying here. I'm trying. (laughs) I'm doing my best, folks. But we can't stop this. And I wish we could. I I don't know
3: those venues as well and this could be in place in just a few
0: months time. Just a few, the... just a few months time, just a few more months until you feel safe.
3: This as we receive confirmation that Australian Defence Force personnel will be called on to administer the vaccines particularly in regional areas.
0: Of course now if you if i were to ask you right because i know most of you won't know the answer to this if i were to ask you where do you think the highest you know a percentage of the population where do you think the highest amount of people who are skeptical of vaccines where do you think they live in urban areas or rural areas what would you say press one in the chat for urban press two in the chat for rural A lot of twos, you would be correct. Rural areas. Uh, rural areas are more likely to harbor, you know, as though they were terrorists. Uh, rural areas are more likely to harbor um people who don't need you. They don't need help. They don't need the government, right? And, you know, the next house I buy, which will hopefully be in the next couple of years or so, the next house I buy is going to be like the last house. Ha- I've already, you know, discussed this with my wife, the lovely lady Boogie, and she agrees with me, which was very hard to get her to agree on. But the next house I buy is going to be the last house. Like, I'm going to fucking die in that house. So I'm looking at, you know, property, right? I'm looking at rural areas. I'm looking at nice, wide-open pasture and fucking a a, a long driveway to my front door, no neighbours and shit. You know why? It's because I don't want anything to do with this anymore. I don't. I just want to I just want to live out there and I'll get like a fucking shitty job just enough to pay the mortgage off and I'll be happy, you know what I mean? I'll be happy if I'm buying cheap sausages and living off potatoes for the next 10 years, as long as I can get away from you. Just fucking leave me alone. But that won't last. Eventually you know, communities will grow out, people will all get the same idea And then next, you know, they'll keep, we'll we'll keep, we'll keep mass immigration pumping because we have numerous think tanks in this country who believe that the only way that Australia can survive is by going to, Like we currently have a population of around 25, 26 million people, right? There are people in this country who believe that the only way that Australia can survive is by getting that to like 50 or 60 million in the next 20 or 30 years. And these are powerful people in this country. And they are fucking unhinged. We we have people who die in hospital waiting rooms because there's just too many people in cities. of the Australian population lives within a few miles of the coast. There's a reason, because the more you go inland, the harder life is, right? You know, people like to put shit on the Aboriginals. Let me tell you something, the Aboriginals are fucking based. Because they were able to live in literally the most inhospitable environment on planet Earth where everything that lives is trying to kill you for thousands of years. They are hardcore, those motherfuckers hard fucking core because all us white folks we live around the be- we live around the coast you know where it's where we can live because it's like hot dangerous europe that's why we live there in the middle nobody can fucking live there all right let's move on shall we i don't know i don't know we're getting get, we're in the last quarter of the show where do you want to go from here? Oh, should we do facial how okay, on a scale of 1 to 5. So I'll judge your responses. On a scale from 1 to 5, 1 being the lowest and 5 being the highest, how depressed do you want to be by the end of this program? <laughs> and ju- going off your answers, then I'll I'll decide which article we do next, which story we do next, right? So 1 being the lowest, 5 being the highest, how depressed do you want to be? I think we're somewhere, I think we're around like a 3.8. We're in between a 3.8 and let's say a 4.3. Okay, so you guys want to be pretty depressed. Well, allow me if I can to look in the file here and see what I've got. That's, you know, around a four. Let's call it a, we'll call it a four. We'll call it an even four. We'll split the fucking difference. What do you think? We'll call it an even four. Or, oh, although. Oh, although. Oh, we could do that. We could do that. Or we could have a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. It's up to you. Oh, it's up to you. Cancel culture has reached breaking point. Alec Baldwin shares 14-minute rant defending Woody Allen and sex pest governor Andrew Cuomo saying you have to prove sexual harassment allegations we could do that too. we could do that if you wanted to <laughs> it's very tempting I've got to admit very fucking tempting because I haven't watched it yet but I, I mean Jesus Christ go with your gut says Eliza <laughs> it's a close one it's a close one Actually, did I see Frozo in the chat? Before we choose one, we've got half an hour. We've got half an hour, guys. We can fuck around for five. Is Frozen Asian in the chat? Did I see Frozo? Frozo. Happy if- Hanukkah, hey! oh. Oh. <laughs> No speech. <laughs> okay, we didn't get. I don't know why we didn't get speech. Is it because you put it in quotes? No, no, no. That's not why. That's weird. It didn't play your... Oh, because you said bitch. Happy Hanukkah, my Really? Come on, man. Bitch is fine. Oh, bitch is okay. Why, why wouldn't it play bitch? I just replayed it. It's not playing your comment. because I, I, I'm guessing because you said bitch. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, Sinister Charlie said, look, I was wrong about Arizona and our governor is a bitch. Okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you said the B word. <laughs> you said the B word. Is now I saw I saw Frozo in the chat earlier. Because if if Frozo is in the chat, then I do have like a 90-second a video that I have to show Frozo because I know he's a cook. He's a chef. So if Frozo if anybody is if Frozo's here, we'll give Frozo like I don't know, a minute to show up because I have to show him this show him this clip. Frozo comes and goes because I think I, I think he's pretty busy. Why well, I, I don't know why I'm talking like a 1850s fucking guy. I think he's busy, boss. I don't know why I'm doing that. But if Frozo's around, um, let's see. Nikki Fruit Loops in a chat. Uh, Kirsten Cinema is a bitch. I love Kirsten Cinema. She's the best. She's the best Democrat there is. Honestly. Is every Arizonan obsessed with food? I don't know. What do they eat in Arizona? A lot of tacos and shit, I'm guessing. A lot of burritos and shit. G H in the chat. Uh, when will conservatives stop with the grievance based politics and start thinking how to actually win and govern? Uh to be well, I think. <laughs> the, the difference is the difference between winning and governing right they they say this is my opinion of conservatives in politics right they say things that get them elected but as soon as they're elected they say things that the opposition loves until the opposition gets back in again that's 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 where I'm at with conservatives in and politics I'm not a conservative there, there's a little bit of crossover but you know conservatives generally, uh, late, so in the last, I would say this, in the last six years, they figured out how to win elections, but then they f- they completely fucking drop the ball when as soon as they get the job. And then they just turn because they think they have to appease after they win an election and they ignore all of the things that they were doing in the pre-election stage, which got them elected in the first place, generally speaking. Someone turned Frozo. Okay, so we're not going to show Frozo. I'm going to save that for when Frozo's in the audience. All right. So we've got a four in terms of how depressed you want to be. Okay. How about then we do this? <laughs> Drones with facial recognition are primed to fly, but the world isn't ready yet. Have a look at that. Huh? We're ready to go. Hey, guys, don't worry. It's only a matter of time. You, you remember uh, 12 months ago how it was crazy conspiracy theory to suggest that restaurants and, you know, your place of employment and government buildings and public transport and international travel. Remember how it was a crazy conspiracy theory to suggest that these places would require proof of vaccination before they allow you as a paying customer to use their service? Well, guess that was 12 months ago, so I guess... Here we go with the next uh, uh, item here. Here we go with the next preparation. It's not like we haven't been talking about drones on this years for uh, on this show for a few years. Some of the first drones with advanced facial recognition capabilities are being developed by Israeli surveillance companies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the memes just the memes just keep coming. They keep coming. They, I'm drowning in memes right now. I don't know what to do. Some of the first drones with advanced facial recognition capabilities are being developed by the Israeli surveillance companies as American police consider whether they will soon be adding the controversial technology to their unmanned flying machines. Hey, it'll never happen here. Right? Hey, Dan. Dan. (laughs) Dan, do you want to cover... Do you want to do It Won't Happen Here? All right. Dan, we're doing It Won't Happen Here. This is where we talk about Israeli surveillance technology. (laughs) (laughs) I know you like to talk about taxes and Venezuela and all of this stuff. That country, that country of impoverished South Americans who is never a threat to anything, ever, anywhere, (laughs) the Venezuelans. Let's say, hey, we don't want to end up like Venezuela now. (laughs) So if you want to do it, it'll never happen here. How about we see that? Now, if we can meme this one into reality, then you'll know that we are at fucking galactic levels of influence. <laughs> Just letting you know. If we can get this as an, in, as an inception, <laughs> into it, it won't happen here. It, into Dan's new segment, it won't happen here. Some of the first drones with advanced facial recognition capabilities are being developed by Israeli surveillance companies as American police consider whether they will soon be adding the controversial technology to their unmanned flying machine. Those magnificent men in their flying machines. As a sign of the imminent arrival, it's imminent. Listen listen to this. Listen to this. As a sign of the imminent arrival of biometric identification from the air... (laughs) I remember on this I remember on this live stream before it was a podcast we did a whole episode covering a drone which is called Pegasus. Have you heard of Pegasus? This so this was probably 5 year old tech. We covered it 3 years ago when it was 2 years old, right? So it's probably much better than what it was. Pegasus is a drone, ladies and gentlemen that you know Cause, Cause, I, I had a comment in the chat where somebody said, "I don't care about drones. I'll just wear a really big hat." <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Philly. For the old school, for the old school Periscope audience, do you remember Philly? That fucking whacked out guy that we never see anymore. That whacked out Democrat guy who would just, who would just push every absurd Democrat angle. <laughs> you know, he was fucking hilarious, but he, he was a true believer. So he said, "I don't care about drones because I'll just wear a really big hat." <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> so we show, so we played this um, this clip of this guy talking about this drone called Pegasus, which it, it it detects you not from the way that the top of your head looks; it detects you by the way you walk. Right? That's how advanced we are. It can tell it's flying above the earth like above the clouds and watching you with a camera staring down and it can identify people via the the way like it's like a signature the way you walk that's how good they are and that's what we know about and this is like open openly discussed tech three years ago so imagine how good they are And now again, Forbes magazine. As a sign of the imminent arrival of biometric identification from the air, an Israeli startup, one previously funded by Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) An Israeli an Israeli surveillance company previously funded by Microsoft, which deals with biometric identification drones. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why so many people are so mean to Bill Gates. Why, they, why are there so many conspiracy theories talking about Bill Gates? Remember, this is in Forbes magazine, that known right-wing conspiracy website, Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I told you this is about a 4. <laughs> Nikki Fruit Loops in all caps. Fuck this. I told you this is about a 4 on how depressed you want to be. One previously funded by Microsoft has patented technologies for drone-based facial recognition. A patent application published earlier this month was filed by Tel Aviv-based AnyVision back in August 2019 in the US, detailing tech to help a drone find the best angles for a facial recognition shot before trying to find a match to the target by referring the faces stored in a database. jim N word in the chat with a good point uh makes sense why they're banning bb guns because i don't know if you're around for these episodes jim when i would talk about these drones before you know a year ago two years ago again nobody nobody nobody's here except for us so nobody cares okay dan bongino isn't listening to us nobody's listening to us nobody fucking cares about this shit except us so a couple of years ago, when I started talking about drones and you know the way that law is being adapted to make way for these drones, I would say people would come in the chat. You know, God love, I love Americans for this reason, but you know, Americans would come in the chat. Most of my audience is American, and they would say things like, "I'll just stand on my roof and fucking shoot it down, right? I'll fucking shoot it down. I'll who gives a fuck?" And I would try to explain to them, "Yes, but you see, the way this is going to work is." It will be deemed as, you know, police property. You'll be shooting somebody's property down. Like because they're changing the rules as to whether or not you're allowed to be all right. So base in a nutshell. Basically the way it's worked up until this point is the property you own, you own the land underneath it to a point because the oil companies change that. You own the land underneath it to a point you used to, and you own the air above your house, right? And so we were noticing on this show, like in 2018, 2019, uh, these lobbies were coming forward. They were lobbying President Trump to change the rules about whether or not drones can fly over your personal space. And of course they were going to be successful because I don't think Trump understands. I still don't think he understands. And everybody's telling me now that he had bad people around him. Oh, he had bad people around him. He had bad people around him. Well, then you have to assume that bad things are going to happen. I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't, I don't expect the guy to be a genius when it comes to fucking drones because he doesn't even send emails. He doesn't even know emails, how they work. He's openly admitted that. I'm not making it up. So, you know, and that's fine. But can you really expect a guy who's apparently, you know, doesn't know how emails work, one, and two, surrounds himself with bad people, which is something that both, you know, that uh. You know, a lot of Donald Trump supporters tell me, which is fine, okay. Then you have to assume that people who are engaged in the surveillance world and the tech world are feeding him shit to get him to pass stuff. You just have to assume that that's true because that's what lobbyists fucking do. Let's, let's talk about this in grown-up land here. And I'm sick of making fucking excuses for the guy. So, you know, we were reading articles on this show about these these drone companies that were, you know, they're not even drone companies, drone associations, you know, the associate, the, it would be titled something like the association for unmanned fucking vehicle rights or something. And we would read the articles about how technology is being developed here in Australia as well. We have an Australian university, which is directly working for the American government developing this kind of tech. And again, this is like a year ago, two years ago. And I'd say, look, look, they're lobbying to change the laws so they'll be able to fly a drone over your house. And people in the chat would say, Oh, that's okay, I'll just shoot it down. I'm like, no, no, but if you see, if they change the law as to whether or not the air above your home is part of your property or not, then if you shoot that drone, it will be like shooting a police car. It would be like, it would be like walking out in the street and the, the law will see it the same way is what I'm saying. It's not the same because people say, well, there's nobody in it. It's not a police car. It's a drone. Yeah, I get that. But the law will see it the same way because it will be deemed police property. So if you get if you get up on your roof and shoot a drone out of the sky that belongs to the police, then they can arrest you because they'll say you're attacking police property. We were talking about this fucking 18 months ago, two years ago, 12 months ago. What's the fucking difference? Nobody Nobody cares about shit until it affects them. That's the theme of this show. Beyond, you know, beyond things like it'll never happen here, like we try to turn it into fun games. Thank you, Dan Bongino. Thank you for keeping us safe, Mr. Bongino. We try to turn it into a fun game, right? But this is the reality. Nobody cares. And I keep referencing that, you know, that survey that was taken in Baltimore two years ago. Where in Baltimore, they have the literal Iraq War fucking... The, the same company that made the spy planes that flew over Iraq during the Gulf War looking for terrorists, apparently, allegedly. Okay, fine, whatever. But these the point is, these planes were flying over Iraq, uh, taking photos of these villages out in the middle of the desert. The same... Not even the same company. The same fucking planes that they used the same planes we watched the interview with the ceo on this show the same planes that they used in iraq to look for terrorists are now flying over baltimore 24 hours a day because if something happens they'll go to the footage and they'll rewind it and they'll find the guy who committed the crime and it's all about fucking keeping you safe And when the city of Baltimore put out a survey and said, do you want this tech or not? Do you want literal spy planes flying over your head 24 hours a day? 70%. 70% of the population said, yes. Yes. We want it. And then you think to yourself, well, we're in the 30%. 30% isn't that bad. 30% 30% is not that bad, right? But that's not really true. Because you have to imagine, of that 30%, how many voted no just because they don't know what you're talking about? I reckon at least half of them. At least. At least half of them would have said, well, I'm not in favour of it because I, because I don't know what it is. So no. So more, more likely than not, You're about 15% of the population if you have a problem with Gulf War spy planes flying over your city. You are 15% of the population. 15% doesn't care and 70% fucking wants it. So what the fuck are you supposed to do? Hey, it'll never happen here, right? (laughs) I mean... We did whole episodes, but we did whole episodes based on watching clips from China of the drones flying around. Remember, well, remember, we played these clips of the of the drones flying around, ordering people to get back in their homes. That's that's where it'll never happen here was born out of that story. That's when we first started doing it. Chinese drones flying around saying, "Go home, you shouldn't be outside." And we were saying, look how dystopian this is. Look how scary this is. They're using drones to chase people back in their homes, right? With an eerie police voice coming over the top of it. And then it was, and then what happened was we got a a similar video from Italy, and another video from France, and then another video from Australia, and then another video from the UK. And I would play all of these videos. And a bunch of people who were watching at the time, but then. Uh, you know, ended up hating me for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. Good luck to it. I don't care. But they would say to me shit like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. That'll never happen here. You gave your guns away. It'll never happen here. And I tried to explain, no, you don't understand how this works. This is bureaucracy. They're just going to do it. They will find a backdoor way of doing it. They will change the rules to do it. That's what they did in all of these other places. Oh, you're you're a stupid fucking foreigner. You gave your guns away. You don't understand. Oh, okay. And then, you know, a month later, we would play the clips from, you know, various local news sources in the United States. Hey, guess what? Great news. We're bringing in drones here that will keep the peace. And I would say, look, here it comes. It's happening here. Remember that meme? Remember that meme before it got famous on the the Bongino show? Look, they're doing it right now to you. Whatever. Let's carry on. Many of
4: us may be familiar with the auto tag feature on Facebook. You post a picture and the platform can identify who's in the picture using facial recognition. But privacy experts say millions of images collected online by photo sharing apps are fueling artificially intelligent surveillance. Usher Qureshi shows us a tool to find out if your images have been harvested from certain sites.
0: You asked for a 4. You asked for a 4. When I asked you, don't blame me for this shit. When I asked you, how depressed do you want to be? You asked for 4. It was somewhere between 4 3.8 and 4.3, okay? Not my problem. Not my fault. This is what you wanted, chat. Remember the remember the shows we did um on C- Clearview Clearview AI That's the name of the company, Clearview A.I. And I think the number was around, you know what? I'm going to undershoot it just so I'm safe. I'm going to say, let's say it was over 20,000 separate, specific law enforcement agencies in North America. So that would be Canada, the United States, Mexico, at least over 20,000 separate law enforcement agencies. were using this, this tech invented by an Australian, ironically, um, that scans a person's face and then sweeps the internet for all of the similar things. And so for all similar, they can match you off anything you've uploaded on Facebook or whatever, which is why I've always laughed in in the four years that I've been doing this. I've always laughed when people come into this chat and try to like, you know, big dick themselves and say shit like, why don't you show your face on camera? <laughs> to, to which my response is always, why do you? <laughs> Are you an idiot? <laughs> you must be. You must be a moron. And you're also ugly as fuck. So I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't torture my audience like that. So, you know, we watched... I, I Remember we made fun of the Fox Business clip with Neil Cavuto? Where he was simping for this fucking surveillance car. I mean, oh, what a wonderful job they're doing. They're keeping us safe, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we can take your photo and within fractions of a second, we can bring up your name, your address, where you work and all of your friends. Because not only does it sweep the internet for your image, once it gets your image, it makes connections based on that image. So then it can, within, within fractions of a second get the address, the phone number of all of the people in your fucking contact list, as long as they've posted their face on the internet we spoke about this almost two years ago now we got Microsoft, you got Apple you got Google and you got Amazon, that looks like MAGA to me Google is MAGA let's carry on The day
4: after the siege on Capitol Hill, facial recognition use spiked. Reportedly, the FBI and local law enforcement used the technology to identify rioters.
5: This is a technology that enhances the.
0: For 1,000 internets, who can point out what we're about to point out in this particular image? Winning TV followed very closely by Wet Sandwich and Lou the Good Dude Bold frame glasses Every single Time (laughs) Every time Bold frame fucking glasses the abilities of police officers
5: to the degree of almost superheroes.
4: Liz O'Sullivan is the director of the Surveillance Technology Oversight Project, or STOP, a New York-based civil rights and privacy group.
5: Over the summer, we saw protests over racial justice uh, in the form of the Black Lives Matter protests, and FBI agents were able to identify people based off of other artifacts that they were leaving online, including articles of clothing that they had purchased on uh, online retailers like Etsy.
4: This week, researchers at
0: This is this is so sophisticated, it really is. Have a have another listen, one more time. I want you to think about, you know, her title, her role, what she's saying, and the circumstance and the context which she's referring to. Okay, this this is layered. I, I I'm not even. I'm not even wanting to use the term propaganda because that wouldn't be adequate. This is very sophisticated narrative building. Have a listen to this.
5: Almost superheroes.
0: Liz O'Sullivan is the director
5: enhances the abilities of police officers to the degree of almost superheroes.
4: Liz O'Sullivan is the director of the Surveillance Technology Oversight Project, or STOP, a New York-based civil rights and privacy group.
5: Over the summer, we saw protests over racial justice uh, in the form of the Black Lives Matter protests, and FBI agents were able to identify people based off of other artifacts that they were leaving online, including articles of clothing that they had purchased on uh, online retailers like Etsy.
0: Remember one of the things we said on the show, how do you get a group of people to agree with something that they would otherwise not agree with, right? Do you remember that whole fucking thing we did? It was, if you go back in the archive and look at the episodes we did, like in 2019, 2020, I I can't pinpoint which one. I think this is like episode 350 of this show. So we've done a few. So it's back there in the 200s somewhere. And we spoke about, there was, we played a clip on this show of, they were using facial recognition software at border checkpoints, right? To check, and they were running people's faces against a government database. And I said, how do you get people to agree with something that they would otherwise not agree with? For example, during the riots, right? Or the riots that happened last year. I remember numerous conservative fucking commentators boasting, boasting. Because they're either dumb or dishonest. There's only two options. They're either dumb or f- deceitful. They were boasting about the law enforcement agencies. Hey, don't worry. We can track these motherfuckers down. We can use surveillance uh, technology. We can track them via their phones. They're going to fucking ju-. Like, unironically believing it. And then, of course, we would read the stories from, like, say, the Attorney General in New York who just let everybody go who was arrested. We won't be prosecuted. In fact, it was beyond that. The Attorney General from New York not only said, we're not going to prosecute anybody, he also said, we stand with their cause. We stand with what they believe in. The Attorney General. So how do you get people to go along with something that they would otherwise be against? Well, of course, it's the protection meme. You tell people that this is going to keep them safe. This is going to protect them. So here we are. Look, this is what I was referring to. Like, this is so this is so sophisticated what they're doing here. This is a story whereby they're giving lip service to the concerns. It's always the concerns. Oh, well, some people out there, they have some concerns about surveillance. That's the best you get. They're giving lip service to the concerns, but they're using the thing that you supported, i.e., you know, taking down the rioters, taking down the BLM agitators, right? Oh, yes, we're in favour of that. These people are going to go to jail, but they don't go to jail. They don't. The AGs let them go. So they're using that as the mode of argument to say that facial recognition technology is bad. But at the same time... Because now you're in favour of it for people who, you know, break the rules or people who riot and stuff. They're now using January 6th as the excuse to ramp it up because you were in favour of it. You see what I'm saying here? It's This is a four on the depression scale. You ask for four, I give you four.
4: This week, researchers at Stop launched Exposing.ai, a new facial recognition detection site. It allows you to match images from the online photo sharing site Flickr and see whether your photos have been compromised.
5: Flickr, while they were under Yahoo, created a database of more than 100 million different photos that have been hosted on Flickr under a Creative Commons license. And they used this as a starter database for artificial intelligence.
4: Those databases have been used by researchers, law enforcement, and governments to enhance biometric identification technology.
5: Some of these databases and some of these data sets have been used by Chinese companies and are slightly and in some ways implicated to the human rights violations and the ongoing genocide of the Uyghur Muslims.
0: The Muslims, the Black Lives Matter protesters, but fuck the rest of you.
4: O'Sullivan says most people don't even realize they're contributing to the AI learning.
5: Artificial intelligence researchers and developers are so starved for new data sources that they often resort to some unsavory practices, some of which involve scraping the internet, regardless of the terms of service that may exist to protect your privacy there.
4: In some cases, it is against the law. Facebook is set to pay out $650 million in a landmark class action settlement to about 7 million of its users in Illinois for allegedly violating the state's strict biometric privacy law
0: <laughs> The same the same the same biometric privacy laws which will be completely null and void Next time somebody wants to fly a fucking drone over your house to identify whether or not You're one of these problematic people who disagree with things. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll leave you there at a four scale on the depression scale. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive. And uh, thank you, Sinister Charlie, for the tip on Streamlabs. We'll be back on Wednesday night with another edition of the show. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow all of our friends, by the way. Um, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter Patreon.com slash Boogie Bumper Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button On your preferred podcast player And of course, if you'd like to keep a close eye on us Then you can do so by following me on Twitter At Boogie Bumper uh, Special tip of the hat tonight to Dan Bongino For his tremendous sec- uh, segment It would it, What was? What did he call it? <laughs> it won't happen here <laughs> I don't know Congratulations to Dan Bongino on this tremendous segment. And until next time, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.